Ready to rise through the ranks of the online marketing hierarchy? Take some notes from the original Royals of Revenue, the Internet Traffic Kings. We're about to open up a treasure chest of knowledge from the best of the best. With your hosts, Kevin the Cook Father, DiVincenzi, the original Big Fabu, John Fondy, and the ultimate compliance conciliary, Attorney Bennett Kelly. In three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Internet Traffic Kings. I'm the big fabu, John Fondy, and we've got a great show planned for you. And we've got some interesting and very talented guests that are going to be on this show. Of course, we're broadcasting from the campus of interesting in, uh, <laughs> in Las Vegas. And speaking of interesting, it gives me great pleasure to uh, bring to the microphone our executive producer, Kevin DiVincenzi, better known as the Click Father. Hey, Kevin. Hey, John. So how can it be an interesting show? You're putting me on the hot seat. It should be more than interesting. It should be the best show ever. Come on now. Uh, that's why we have the, uh, have the uh, cough button to put on if we don't like your answers. Ah, well. there you go. And Perfect. So, um, well, do you think that, uh, that life is at all getting back to normal? What, what are you seeing in your neck of the woods? It, it's starting to. I mean, I'm hearing you know, certain states are really relaxing their rules. I know when I was back in Vegas a couple of weeks ago, with the exception of grocery stores, and I didn't go to any restaurants, but I mean, the overall day-to-day life looked like it was pretty much back to normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, other states like Arizona, I know, relaxed all their rules, and now they've got a big spike. You know, so um we'll see what happens i mean it's you know it's still going to be a long road back unfortunately for uh, a lot of these businesses but yeah and you know, I, I think that we're you know we're doing more and more testing now so obviously when we weren't doing that before so you know we need right. to be leery of the fact that we are going to see the numbers probably go up because we are doing testing right. and and but so but we're uh we're seeing a lot of people that are basically recovering from it. And- yeah, I, I think that's one of the biggest things is, you know, just like the flu, you know, not to take anything away from of it, from right. it, um, but it's one of those things that it's going to be a way of life, unfortunately. So, you know, I've seen some people have gotten reinfected twice and different things have happened. Um, you know, yes, you have to take precautions. Yes, you have to be more mindful of your surroundings and, you know, what you're touching. But, you know, at some point people have to live their life and I think we're going to, get back to that, you know, in, in the short interim. Now, what, what happens in the fall? I don't know. Cause if we have a big reinfection rate, everything may get shut down again. I mean, we just don't know what, you know, what's ahead of us. Yeah. I, I, I think, you know, we, we talked about this a lot about, uh, you know, we are in a, in a, a readjusting phase of a new normal that's out there. And, and it's like anything else. Um, we, you know, I still wear a mask when I go into the grocery store and, uh, well, that's when you rob it. That's totally different. Different mask. That's right. <laughs> totally different mask. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I walk into a bank with my mask on, and people greet me. You know. And so, uh, but I actually did get tested uh, uh, a, a week or so ago, and uh, and uh, my test. They said you have everything but COVID, right? The, that's right. Like, herpes, syphilis, you got it all, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was actually kind of a really it was a relief when I found out that I didn't have it as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, I did some antibody testing uh, about a month and a half ago as well. I got hold of some tests, you know, where you have to prick your own finger and um, <laughs> to see it, to see if I had the, uh, the antibodies, which I don't. Um, but, you know, in, in, interesting to, you know, still to go through that, but we'll, we'll see what happens. 
Well, that's what they um, say. Kevin is a big prick. So uh, we'll yeah, I was going to say right. So the <laughs> prick had the prick. Uh, actually, I was a little baby. I was a little baby. I had to have my girlfriend do it. Right. I'm like. Right. Um, speaking of that, John, um, I was looking at a report. So traffic during COVID, like online traffic, was more than uh, the holiday season. So it actually yeah. surpassed the holiday season as far as people being online and people shopping. Uh, far surpassed it, which is really interesting. So it goes into you know, the big opportunity right now with online. And speaking of online, I want to basically let everybody know that this is a non-advertiser sponsored show. It's kind of a free gift that we put out there. And you can actually go to our website, which is internettraffickings.com. And uh, as well as you can give us a five-star rating on uh, iTunes podcast as well. An Apple podcast. You know, well, yeah, I guess we are calling that. App, it's Apple Podcast. Yeah, I call it's Apple Podcast, yeah, and Spotify. Yeah, and Spotify. And we've got the YouTube channel, I understand, is doing really well. Yeah, it is. It is. Each video is getting seven to 10,000 views and some good interaction. And people, you know, if you go to YouTube and you click the subscribe button, then every time we release a new episode, you're going to get that episode uh, as a notification, you know, on your phone or on your, on your computer. So that, that's another good way to watch it. And plus they get to see your pretty face, John. So what else, what else do you want? That's kind of what they watch it for, you know? So, uh, but nevertheless, uh, that, and, and, you know, so there's valuable information here. And Kevin, you know, I mean, you charge a, a, a healthy fee for your consultation and stuff. And so this is like somebody's getting a free consultation, you know, from the best of the best uh, yep. out there as well. And, uh, and so, um, you know, we're up to show number 13. We got, we're yeah. really kind of moving along now, and that's we uh, are. It's kind of great. seems like the ratings are going up. People are really enjoying the show. Yeah, we're getting all five-star reviews, and the, the feedback that I'm getting from people is they're enjoying the content, and they're learning a lot, and that's why we did it. You know, that was the whole goal of the show was to teach people, so we're getting there. You know, and I think, you know, you, you know we kind of went into this just saying, hey, let's – you know, people are going to need something right now, professionals right. and otherwise. And if we can do something good for somebody and make them feel a little bit better, change their career and help them along a little bit, that's that's essentially what, what we do. And so um, I don't know if, uh, if I told you, but uh, we're going to make you the star of the show today. And, oh, boy. Uh, fun, so fun. Yeah. What, what we've done is we've kind of gone out and uh, we're, uh, we're, we're going to take a questions uh, from our viewing Great. audience you Great. know you uh these are going to be somewhat a surprise to you so we're going to see how fast you kind of dance on your feet and stuff like that but i think well, i don't, I don't want to be fast i'd rather give thoughtful answers but yeah. you got it so i, I, so, yeah. I welcome the challenge and this is kind of this is kind of great because we're getting these questions came from all over the world as well. Oh, so, great! So this is great that uh, that where people are really seeing that as well. So um, anyway, you've been in the business for about twenty four years, so you yep. you're probably going to be able to do well with these questions because okay. you know in the years we've known each other, you pretty much roll with whatever gets thrown at you. Yeah, and, adapt uh, or die. That's right. That's that's pretty much what it is and stuff. So anyway, so uh, let's let's get started with our first round. Right, of, I'm ready. Our daily double here as well. So anyway, so this what, is there, are one, there bonus questions? Do I get extra points for certain ones that are harder? Or? Well, we'll we'll have a lightning round near the end. Oh, it? perfect! Great. And you can earn some colorful parting gifts as well. Oh, that's and wonderful. I, and I'll actually uh, be delivering those to you as well. So, <laughs> great. Our, our first question comes all the way from the UK, and it comes from 
from Christian. And uh, the question is, what is the best method to bid? Is it enhanced CPC, CPA, or top three positions? Well, you know, John, it's going to depend on your goals. So enhanced CPC is basically where you're bidding um, up to a certain amount. So you're saying this keyword, let's just say it's your television production studio, John. So um, you're bidding on um, TV production services. Mm -hmm. If you do a CPC, you could say I want to bid, you know, up to $2 a click, up to $3 a click, whatever that number is. With enhanced it's doing the best to get the performance for you at a, a cap rate, meaning that you say, I want to pay no more than $2 a click, but get me as much traffic as you can up to that number. So most of my campaigns, I start with an enhanced CPC. And then once I record 20 or 25 conversions, I'll then move to a guaranteed CPA or to a goal CPA type campaign, meaning that I'm just paying toward a goal number. Let's say that you are going back to your, the analogy of, of your TV bidding, you're, you're bidding that you want each lead to come in at $20. We would then do a, a CPA bid at $20 and the algorithms would all kick in and the artificial intelligence would kick in to try its best to get you to that $20 or below goal. And so, so you, so, so you kind of do a, a little bit of a test run when you first start on out. enhanced CPC and then you move to CPA bidding uh, top three position. I would never do uh, more so because now you don't know who your competitors are and you might have, a very large studio, John, that just doesn't give a shit. So they're like, you know what? I'll bid $50 a click. And if you're bidding for top three position, you're right in there going head in head with them. And there's no reason for that because maybe Las Vegas television production studios is a keyword that that's really expensive, but there's a bunch out there that are less expensive. That'll still give you the same result that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. So it's really understanding it and building it through. So Okay, well, That's great. We're going to kind of bring it back here now uh, uh, from across the pond to the States. And uh, we're going to go to Connecticut right now for this next question. And this comes okay. from, from Amy. And Amy says, I have a Shopify store selling women's clothing. What is the best way to promote it? That's a good question. That's a really good question. Um, so going to Google again, Google's got something called carousel ads, which basically you've probably seen it. Uh, John, when you shop for your online uh, men's thongs, um, where you, you go through and you can, the carousel, you can basically, there's different pictures of the items. So that's a really good way to showcase it. There's also Google Shopping that you can employ. Um, and I think I mentioned it was last week or the last episode, uh, Facebook and Instagram now have their own shopping sites that they put up that they're not charging you to do your own store. So that, that's another way that I would... Uh, another thing that I would look at. Um, and then, you know, depending on if it's uh, relevant or not, find influencers to do the, um, to, to do the promotion for you. As long as you can match it properly to the influencer, that's a great, you know, a great way as well. We're doing quite a bit with influencers now and, you know, it's a, it's a fun, refreshing uh, niche to be working in. Yeah, I, I think so. And that's kind of really becoming a, a, a great marketing tool because you're matching up an influencer that really loves your product and fits their bailey. Right. Their and that's the key to it, John, is you have to match with the influencer for your product. Mm -hmm. um, I know that on the next episode, we have Matt Frary that does quite a bit of uh, influencer marketing as well. Yeah. Um, and we could talk more about how, how you match into it, but you know, just going on an influencer network and, and picking a bunch of influencers just to say, Hey, John Fondi's television pr promotion, check it out now. That's not targeted. 
So you want somebody that's got it targeted where it resonates um, to your brand. That's the really most important part of it. And, you know, taking the time to find these influencers. Um, personally, we, we find all ours on a one-on-one -on -one relationship. We're not using an agency in between mm -hmm. um, because we want to watch their videos. We want to see who we're getting ahead of time and then make an offer to them. It makes more sense for us. And we're seeing phenomenal uh, conversion rates due to that. Well, good. Okay, good answer. We're going to stay on the East Coast right now, move down just a little bit to New York. And this question comes from Harry. And Harry says, where can I learn more about online marketing and specifically paper call? Paper call. So uh, Adam Young, who used to be on our show yeah. uh, years ago, he owns a company called Ringba.com, R-I-N-G-B-A.com. So Ringba.com has um, a masterclass that Adam put together. It's about 26 hours, 100% free. So I would just go to Google, put in Ringba masterclass, and you'll be able to go through it. I've gone through it myself. I've had several of my employees go through it. It's a great, great resource. And, you know, if you ever did it, John, you would literally understand the ins, the outs of paper call in 26 hours. You know, they say it takes 10,000 hours to master something. This in 26 hours, he did a phenomenal job putting it together. So, well, yeah, that's, and, and that probably will be something that I'll probably take the time to, to do that. You know, yet in, and I guess what we're saying is you really have to take the time to invest in yourself right now. Absolutely. And, uh, and learn new things and, uh, and be able to use those things that, um, you know, as you start to reinvent yourself. And, uh, and so, hey, let's face it, you, maybe you do end up going back to work or going to the restaurant or whatever, but now you've got a, a new side hustle that can kind of help you if it ever happens again as well. So you really kind of... You can also have a side hustle that just supplements your income um, while you have your regular job, which is great. You know, that's, now, now you've got, you know, fun money or whatever it may be. And we're going to go to Becky, who uh, sends this question from Indianapolis. It says, I... I heard on your show, traffic has increased significantly. Okay, yeah, she's we watching. Talked, we just talked about that, yeah. And the, and the same time, traffic prices have dropped across the platforms. Yeah. So what are the best traffic sources that, that she says that she can buy and uh, will most likely achieve the highest return on her investment? That's a big question, but very important. It's just a bonus points, right? I want yeah, bonus points. It. Yeah, that's it. Um, so besides your, your normal, your Google, your Facebooks, you know, the, the, the easy ones, but they're not easy because they're, they're very expensive. So if you're not good at what you do, you're going to get taken to, taken to the laundry. Um, Yahoo, Yahoo slash Verizon now, uh, Verizon Media, they're very aggressive. I can't disclose how aggressive they are, but they're very aggressive in, in trying to get market share right now. So if you have a rep there, I would reach out to them about what type of incentives they have. And a lot of these smaller traffic sources, um, you know, MGID, anybody that's got, you know, we'll call it second or third tier, you know, any of the native uh, traffic sources, <clears throat> a lot of them will give you a bonus. So they'll give you either a deposit bonus, but you have to ask for it, you know, either a hundred percent matching bonus up to $500 or a 20% bonus. <clears throat> and essentially what that is, is that's giving you a little kickstart. So I love when I'm testing a, a, a new platform and I get a bonus because now I'm already in positive ROI. So now I put 500 in and I've got 750 to make the campaign work as opposed to 500. So it's really just, you know, more play money in a sense to get to that ROI that you're looking for that return on investment. So I would look to some of the other platforms 
um, to, to be able to do that. And also the smaller platforms are going to be more lenient as to what creators you need, what types of, uh, what types of ads you put up where, you know, you go with Facebook, you put up an ad, you don't know that you're not in compliance. They don't just shut the ad down. They shut your account down and now you're dealing with that. So I would definitely start and get my experience on smaller networks, smaller traffic exchanges or networks, as opposed to just going for the big boys. Well, and like we say here in Vegas, it's always a lot more fun when you're playing with the house's money. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I agree. Not making as much money as you want on the net? The internet traffic kings are by far your best bet. 24 years at the top of the game. Spotify and iTunes, look for them by name. New episodes every Thursday. The internet traffic kings. Ladies and gentlemen, here's a man that needs no introduction, so we're not even going to introduce him. But uh, you've, yeah. had, uh, you've had some big things that were happening and, uh, and uh, very successful things. And, you know, I was a part of it as well. But I'll let you tell the story. How, uh, how was the, the last endeavor? And tell us all about it. <laughs> eh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was great. It was amazing. But first, I want to know, um, how was your birthday, Kevin? It was great. It was awesome. Yeah, we, we actually tried to uh, book a farm. There was a farm called Flip Flop Ranch that we were going to book that has, you know, you've goats and chickens and horses, um, but they were closed for COVID. Wow. So, you know, I, I booked it online and all ready to go and ready to pack the car up and, you know, take a two hour drive to Big Sur and guess what? Closed. Uh um, yeah, but we ended up going to uh, Paradise Cove and, you know, had uh, hung out on the beach and did dinner there and it was, it was great. I love Paradise Cove. Okay, I had to yeah, get... it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Now that I know he had a good birthday, I can talk. Um, now you can talk. Okay. The big fabu. Hey, what big are you fabu. Saying, I saw him dancing. That's I, I got that. Now I have two dancing videos. I have one from ten years ago. That's right. For the milkshake, which I still haven't sent you, Darren, and <laughs> and then I have it. Uh, then we have the new one. Yeah, I saw the. I saw that one. That was a good one. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. We had we had a lot of fun. It was very successful. And uh, Darren, you're you're known and have been known for your your outrageous affiliate balls, and and they're just. Uh, um, and you can take that any way you want to. But uh, but uh, we kind of jumped out on a limb and did something that really has not been done before. And you created a, a virtual digital trade show. Uh, was it was it easy to do, or when it was all said and done? Are you, second question: Are you glad you did it? Well, first, I'm I'm super glad we did it, and we're not done. I took a little time off afterwards because I was exhausted. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of work, and it was a huge success. And you know, we had at least three to five thousand people uh, attended. Um, you know, we learned a lot from it. Uh, you know, when when you're the first to do it a certain kind of way, there's a learning curve and you figure things out as you go, uh, just like anybody who's starting a new business. So I think we learned a lot and we're going to work on building it even better. Um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely learned a lot, but, but I was very pleased with the turnout. I loved how many exhibitors we had. I thought that the speakers were unbelievable and we're about to put up the speakers on pretty soon, by the way. Yeah, I got some good feedback from a lot of my people and they said that the site was easy to navigate to. There was a lot of information and, uh, and everybody was just blown away, just totally blown away by the speakers that you selected and great information. And the thing I noticed is that they were all just, as individuals, just great people as, yeah. as well. 
quality of people was really good. So that was that, you know, that was, uh, that was very refreshing. Um, and then very easy to follow up. And my, my second point was, I saw you guys made a shift from day one to day two for the exhibitors, meaning like fixing the navigation where they could interact more and what have you. So, and that, that's something you normally don't see, at least in a physical trade show. In a physical trade show, if you complain about something, it's like, yeah, we'll fix it next show. Or, you know, and, and with the digital environment, it was great to see uh, your team just jump into action and, and address what, you know, whatever the needs were. And, and we saw a big increase on day two as far as the sure. booth activity. So it was great. Well, we, we have a really great team that we've assembled. So everybody, great. their job and, you know, it was amazing to see. But yeah, I mean, we did a lot of tweaks. I mean, here's the truth. When we first started doing the Virtual Digital Expo, we were leasing a platform that we found out there. So when we set the original date of when the expo was, I figured, okay, two and a half weeks, I'm sorry, two and a half months, we know we have a platform we can use. And after maybe the first two weeks of learning their platform, I realized this really doesn't do what I want it to do. It's not... Right. It's feel like a trade show. So then we kind of threw it out the window. I uh, got with my developer and we came up with ideas of how we could do it better and, and incorporate Zoom, which a lot of people are using these days. Um, one of the things that we didn't foresee happening is that Zoom did an update literally the day before. So like, right. but he had to download the update and that was a whole nother mess with confusion, you know, like user confusion. Right. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we literally built a platform in two months. And then I think the night before we went live was the day that we actually finished it. So it was kind of like a live beta test day one. I wish we had more time to practice, but we had so many sponsors. We had like 50 um, exhibitors. I didn't want to push it back. I figured if we can just release it and let it right figure it out as we go. It's more important to release it. And I figured uh, everybody's going to get leads from it. And, and, and that's, you know, your point that you said before about the quality, I think yeah. that part that I learned is that for somebody to go into a Zoom room, they're way more qualified to talk business with you. When you see somebody yeah. on show floor you feel forced to have to stop by you know the person you start well, it, it's it's that are they coming for an incentive are they coming for a party pass you know you've always been gracious and giving us a whole bunch of party passes but then you know the person will come to the booth and you know you'll engage a conversation they'll be like yeah yeah and they're looking over your head going by the way can, can i get one of those passes <laughs> to the party tonight so th this this was more people came to interact for business and i thought that was great so let's take a, about a minute now and talk about the AFI Awards as well. Ooh, yeah, the AFI Awards. You noticed that, huh? Uh -huh. We gave you one live during the, uh, the party. I got mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, very uh, great group of AFI Award winners. And here's what I also learned is that when you do it virtually, you actually get more information out of the award winner. So it was really right able to pre-record it but play it live and get like five to ten minutes with each winner and hear yeah. exactly what do you do like and how are you doing it and how can I help you bring that audience so what we're gonna do now is put up the AFI award videos on Virtual Digital Expo but I want to go back and I want to interview everyone who's ever won an AFI that wants to be interviewed. That's great. Yeah, that is great. So that's great because I can I can tell you firsthand. You know, after doing a trade show when I got my AFI in uh, January, thank you very much. Um, after doing a trade show for three days, I mean, you're dead, right? And now you go you're going to this great affiliate ball, and a it's loud. 
you know, B, it's, you know, it's semi-intimidating as far as, you know, up on stage again, Darren's got great uh, stage presence. Uh, so does Deborah, but you know, you're, you're walking into an environment. So even though you want to say a hundred things, you know, you pretty much don't say much. I think I, mine was like, you know, thanks Missy and Sean for being great. Thank you, Darren. And you know, see ya you know, very quick uh, where you're right, where you can really get more out of somebody and almost turn it you know, or turn it into an interview and really understand what the person, you know, what I think that, that's, that, that's, I think what, it's great. I think it's that's awesome. what I saw as well. And I, I think you should, you know, t- take everybody up on that because you do get to know them as well. Yeah. So anyway, uh, a, a big, a big fat fabu going out to you, uh, Darren Vlad, uh, the, the big D money. And uh, we're going to have you back here in a little bit uh, next few shows to see how the new, the new one's coming along and hey, give my best to your family. And thanks again for, for making us a part of it. Hey, thank you guys. I appreciate that. You guys were a huge part of it. And Kevin, you had two boots there. That was amazing. Yeah, no, it was great. Listen, then whenever the next one is, I'll have two boots again. It was great. It was awesome. All right. Hey, you, uh, you enjoy the week and the upcoming weeks as well. Stay safe for everybody there as well. Yeah, happy Father's Day. Yep. Well, we've unlocked the green room and uh, drug him out one more time. And uh, we're talking, of course, about the big barker. We're talking about the big dog, Bennett Kelly of the internetlawcenter.net. Uh, Bennett, nice to have you back. You've been busy and we've missed you. Yes. Um, a lot of briefs been filing, been a busy period. And significantly, I managed to shed some of my COVID yeah. here. Although I'll tell you this, I, I um, shave too, yeah. when you get got, your hair cut at a, um, a mani pedi place um, and they ask you what number for a haircut, meaning what size <laughs> blade yeah. you're going to either going to use, it's not a good sign. But it is at yeah. least good to not look like I belong on the set of... Um, the biography of the Unabomber. And your uh, your stylist wore a mask. I'm sorry. I said your yeah, stylist she wore, a mask. wore a mask. She wore a mask. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Uh, I was in Vegas two weeks ago, so I went for a mani pedi. Are my nails nice? Um, yeah, great. It makes all the difference in the show. Yeah, thank you. Of course. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> it's so, a visual uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it was interesting because they they used we'll call them clothing racks, mm-hmm. and they put the clothing racks with a piece of plexiglass. So basically, if you were getting a, and you had to wear a mask, if you were getting a pedicure and somebody was next to you, they would bring the pedi, uh, the, uh, the, that, and roll it in between you, which actually worked really well because my girlfriend yeah. was complaining about something. I said, hey, could you just bring that, please, and just like section me in? It worked out great. <laughs> um, but they wore a face mask and a face plate on top of that and gloves. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, like full, yeah. So, so That's good. Pretty interesting. I, um, um, but, I had a little... Uh, Go ahead, ahead, Kevin. No, go ahead, John. Um, Yeah, I had a little uh, little procedure uh, since the last time we had the last show on, and uh, so um, so the anesthesiologist uh, basically came in. I said, "Look, I'm a little bit on a tight budget here. Uh, Do you mind if I do my own anesthesiology?" He goes, "Nah, knock yourself out." (laughs) Okay. We have. We, I should say we haven't lost it, but I think we have lost it. But. And what did he, what did he do? He play some of my old shows. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's correct. Um, so speaking of that, Bennett, one thing um, that I've noticed, even like going out for my birthday dinner yesterday, which I don't know why I had to pay my own check, but anyway, put that aside. Um, Happy the, belated birthday, by the way. Thank you so much. They. Uh, it feels good to be thirty for the nineteenth time in a row. Um, 
they they're they're sur- they're surcharging everything for like a health um yeah that's i see the shock in your face i saw it oh. in vegas at the manicurist place and then this is the first restaurant i've been out to they're doing a five percent surcharge for health and sanitation or something something like that i mean is that you know my thought bennett was just can just add it in the add it in the food cost then actually you know in some ways i can see why you wouldn't because if no, they, I can I can see why as well, but it's just you know you you add that you add the sales tax you add your gratuity of fifteen to twenty percent whatever it just you know what I mean it, it it doesn't you know especially the the more expensive restaurants right let's say right. you know Mas, Mastros you know down the block from me Mastros Malibu if you and I go out to dinner um, and uh, you know we spend we'll say five hundred dollars on dinner uh, which would be a cheap night for you and I. Um, you know, at, at, and it might be more than 5%, but even at 5%, it's a $25 surcharge, you know, for just our table. And I don't know if, you know, again, I, I'm sure they're not doing it for, for, to make money. And I understand it. And I understand the restaurant business has been, been tough. It's just from a consumer standpoint, it's like, wow. So you're already battling raised prices, right? Cause a lot of these restaurants have raised their pr- prices, you know, I was on, wondering on that, did they raise their price from what, from what I've seen? Yes. I know the grocery okay. stores have, you know, the grocery stores absolutely have. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, uh, which, which is another pet peeve I have <laughs> the little bonds down here. They do no returns right now because of COVID. So, you know, I'll, I'll run in there and I'll power shop and I'll pick up, you know, a bunch of stuff or whatever. And literally this is two times I've shopped now where I look and things are a month expired, a month and a half expired. Oh. And now I'm stuck. And I'm talking about like, you know, roast beef or, you know, like, like, yeah, perishable. Yeah, seriously. Um, which, by the way, John, when you come on Sunday, we're serving roast beef. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all you can eat, probably. Huh? All you can eat, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just interesting of, of how they're adjusting, you know. And, I, I can see the value of having the charge on the statement as a way of communicating we're making these efforts. Sure. Okay. You know, That's so fair. to give you some sense of security, in fact, you know, and here's the charge, you know, I would say do that rather than raise prices, but it looks like they're right. doing both. Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. But again, you know what, it's, it's been a long road for, for everybody. I mean, even the, um, the Paradise Cove, you know, even their beach beds outside, it's, it's $50 for the day for a beach bed, but, you know, every other one is covered. So they wow. can't even, you know, so you can't yeah. even, you know, conduct business properly. So I, I see it. I just... Uh, I just wonder how long that's going to last and, you know, what, what the... Is Duke's, Duke's, they're open, right? Duke, yeah. When I drove back from Malibu yesterday, being it was a Thursday, I was shocked because everybody was slammed. Um, uh, Nobu was hilarious because all the paparazzi were outside as somebody was coming out and not one paparazzi had a face mask on. Not one. <laughs> uh, yeah, very interesting. But yeah, Nobu was slammed yesterday. Which was pleasing celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. When they get up in their face, like, hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yeah, great. no, it's, it seems like the restaurants are, uh, John, I'm still talking, damn it. Jeez. I can tell that. Um, <laughs> Got to slow down that, that heart monitor they did, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it, it seems like most restaurants are doing well. Um, Good. You know, I just don't know about capacity. I've heard quite a, quite a bit of... Uh, different things as far as people overdoing their capacity, like letting more people in than they should be or what have you. But well, Is there some issue about bathrooms? Um, Cause I heard I COVID know. can like, spread by flushing the toilet. You know, so, I, I don't know. I know that when I went for my teeth cleaning this week, they had their bathroom out of, out of order. Um, so they sent me to like some, uh, someone in the building or whatever. 
Um, well, you should brush your teeth someplace else anyway. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. But the toilet water is great in the Palisades. I don't know why, it just it works wonders. Um, but uh, <clears throat> I know they're limiting how many people can go to the restroom at, at once. Right. You know, two, three people or what have you. Um, I went to a McDonald's driving into Vegas, actually, at uh, Barstow or somewhere. And uh, they were only allowing one person at a time into the men's room, you know, which totally doesn't work for John because he likes to just sit there lurking in the, in the corner. So that just, you know, he was out of business because nobody was coming in. He just kept peering under there going, where are they? Where are they? But nobody else was coming in. That's right. Uh, there, were, there were no toes to tap underneath. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, what, was, what was Senator Weinstein's do? But, um, <laughs> but uh, hey, hey, Bennett, uh, you know, you've been, you've been really busy uh, and we, we appreciate you you know, coming back on here today, we missed you and stuff like that. Anything in particular that you, that you've seen here over the last couple of shows before we, well, we didn't have you on here. Um, well, actually I do have an announcement. Um, the, a year ago I was um, called to Washington to the justice department. Um, and they did a brainstorming session with a bunch of other couple of lawyers, um, law enforcement people, FBI, justice department, academics on how to battle online harassment and uh, which is about 20 of us and um, working with just department and the, the RAND corporation they've just uh, this week released some of the findings of that report and areas of, of improvement that um, of where we need to raise awareness about how to combat uh, online you know, technology enabled abuses right. what they're calling it and that there's just a need for greater awareness, particularly among uh, law enforcement and even judges. I mean, I've had judges that one judge has told me, I don't do internet cases, sorry. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't seem to recall that being part of your oath. But luckily, right. you know, he transferred my case, so I got, got a judge who wasn't as lazy. But um, so it's, it's, it's good to see where we're, you know, it's becoming, getting more attention and it's becoming a, a bigger issue. Sure enough. Well, anyway, um, um, we, we're going to, of course, you know, have you on for our next show and talk about some other things that have taken place as well. But, uh, you know, keeping the tradition alive here, Bennett, uh, tell us uh, something uh, that we should know and something that we need to know. Sure. So one thing you should know is um, that the FTC is still working and still very much active and they are cracking down on COVID-related um, false claims. Um, there are a number of people that say um, they just sent 30 warning letters to 30 more marketers, and this was just yesterday, to stop making unsupported claims that their products and therapies can be effective to prevent sure. or treat COVID-19. Mm -hmm. And so we should probably come clean and say watching this show won't clear cure COVID. But, um, and they're also going after, um, apparently some marketers decided to use a mailer to say, come here to get your COVID-19 stimulus check and it was for a used car sales. So that's, that is um, oh, wow. what you need to know. And one thing yeah. you should know about is that there's been, you may have seen that President Trump made the announcement about uh, an executive order to go after social media companies and yep. um, in response to Twitter, um, putting labels on some of his um, tweets. Well, now the Justice Department has released a report and it's, called, it's calling for legislation that would um, tamper with the, right now platforms have 
um, immunity under what's called the Communications, Communications Decency Act or CDA Section 230, which says that one, whatever third parties post, they're not responsible for. Sure. And they're not liable for moderating posts. And so what the Justice Department has advocated and one senator has already introduced legislation to do would be to create liability. In fact, the senator creates a cause of action if they don't moderate those posts in a good faith basis. And the, the fear is that this is just going to spawn a whole new wave of litigation and either they won't make posts, they'll restrict content and not make it available or they won't restrict content, in which case you'll just have a whole cesspool of information. Right. And, um, and one thing it could affect would be spam filters because people right. have sued that spam filtering is you know, censorship sure. and uh, unfair business practice and the, the platforms have been found to be immune under CDA 230. And so this could just bring all that litigation up again. So I don't think it's going to happen this year. It's election year and right. plus it's even crazier with COVID. But um, you know, it's a political battle that's begun. Well, great. Thank you. Good stuff. And Kevin, as always, uh, tell us uh, something that, that we, we should know. And then, of course, something that we absolutely need to know. So something that we should know. Um, we're, well, we're in World 2.0 now. That's where yeah. we are. Uh, that, that's a fact. Uh, what you need to know is, you know, just keep learning, keep doing what you're doing, you know, expanding your horizons. Um, you know, this is a, a warning of what can happen and what may happen again in the fall as far as businesses being shut down and, you know, get your finances in order, figure out what is a priority. Mm -hmm. uh, now's not the time to go buy a sports car or to do anything uh, foolish, you know, in a sense that you don't know, you know, you might be making money today, you might not be making it tomorrow. I mean, that, that's a reality. Um, at the same time, keep empowering yourself and make good decisions. Well, great. Thank you so much. I want to thank the big dog, Bennett Kelly. You can uh, find him at uh, internetlawcenter.net. I uh, also want to thank uh, the Click Father, uh, our executive producer, Absolutely. for your great thoughts and things of that nature. We'll do more of the Q&A as the upcoming episodes come along. And Kevin, thank you so much for just letting us rapid fire. And Absolutely. we got some uh, great parting gifts for you. And for great. you, our viewing audience, we want to thank you so much uh, for broadcasting from the campus of UNLV here in Las Vegas, which is kind of partially back open again. And uh, we uh, appreciate your, your questions coming in and want you to be a part of it. Don't forget to check us out on all the, the normal places. Uh, but of course, go to uh, Internet Traffic Kings. Uh, dot com and uh, also tell us uh, where they can go to give us five stars Kevin five stars Apple podcast and you can also go to Spotify Spotify as well don't forget to go to YouTube great stuff up there make yep. sure you're a subscriber as well so once again I'm the big fabu John Fondy and as always we thank you our most valuable possession our viewing audience uh, for joining us we'll see you on the next internet traffic case have a great week The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.